The definition of warrior leadership is, I have found my purpose in the world. I have learned how to bring my purpose to others. I am living my purpose, leaving nothing on the table, nothing untried, living my someday goals as now. Welcome to the Warriors at Work podcast, hosted by Jennifer Balcom, president of E9 Corporate Coaching, where we help you become a warrior at work so that you get to fully live. statement and say, if you are not engaged in your job while you're working from home, it's because you're not engaged in your job. And there's no judgment in that. In one of my future podcasts, I'll talk about how common it is for people to not be engaged in their jobs. It's why I have a job. It's why I run this company to help people become engaged in their work. But what I want to talk about today is something that you will find to be very useful and informative, and it starts with the proposition that if you are not engaged in your job while you're working from home, it's because you're not engaged in your job. Here's how we know that. Working from home exacerbates whatever already exists, for good or bad. When you are at home, you have more freedom and more latitude to be whoever it is that you are under any circumstances, without outside influence, without your boss walking around, without the people on your team sitting next to you or outside your door, without a bunch of in-person meetings happening, without all of that structure that exists when you are at work, when you are at home, you are more likely you are more likely to become the person that you are naturally on your own. Now, I realize that there's structure at home. Everyone's got a million Zoom meetings a day and emails and phone calls, and there, is, there are still deadlines, and you still have a boss who's checking in with you, and you still have things you have to produce. But what I'm saying is you're now at home with no one watching you. It's less structure than you have when you're in the office. And so whoever it is that you naturally are when no one's watching you is going to come out. If you are normally distracted, then you're going to be distracted when you're working from home. If you normally have a lack of focus about work and have to force yourself to focus on it, you're going to find working from home to be really challenging because of all the things that you want to go do instead, like making coffee or letting the dogs out or talking to your kids or or whatever it is that comes up, helping to unpack groceries when Instacart delivers them, whatever it is that comes up in and around your house, there are a million things that we can find to be distracted by. And when there's no one watching you, you will be tempted to be the person that you naturally are at work. If you are a manager and you normally feel disconnected from your team, you're going to feel more disconnected working from home. 
if you're not a manager and you usually are kind of disconnected from your coworkers, you're going to be more disconnected working from home. And here's why. There's a reason that you're disconnected from your coworkers. Now, I've said this on prior episodes of this podcast, and I'm going to say it again. This is a no judgment zone because that's how we really learn about ourselves is when for a minute we just take all the judgment and put it in a big ball in front of us and then set it off to the side and just look at what's going on. If you are normally, if your natural state, if your preference, if your tendency when you are at work is to be disconnected from your coworkers, there's a reason for that. It's, it's your comfort zone. If it wasn't your comfort zone, you'd do something different. There's a reason that you're comfortable being disconnected from your coworkers. And so when you're working at home, you're going to go even farther in that direction. If it is usually your tendency to be connected to all your coworkers when you're at work, then once you're working at home and you start to feel that disconnection, you're going to prioritize being connected to your coworkers. So whereas someone who is often disconnected from their coworkers may prioritize hitting deadlines and getting the project done, even more when they're at home and thus become even more disconnected from their coworkers, someone who's the opposite, someone who's usually very connected from their coworkers, once you're at home, you're going to think, oh my God, I feel so disconnected from my coworkers because you're used to being connected to them. And you're going to spend a lot of time on the phone or email or Zoom being connected instead of focusing on deadlines. And there's no right or wrong about either of those. It just is what it is. If you are usually focused when you're working alone, for me in the jobs that I've had, as an example, when I was managing teams, if I really had something I needed to get done and I needed a big chunk of time to concentrate, I would work from home because I focus really well at home. And I don't have to deal with commuting and I don't have to deal with people walking by and in and out of my office. So when I had something I really needed to get done, when I really needed to focus, I would work at home. If you are naturally focused at work, you will be even more focused at home because that's your natural state. If you are introverted at work, if you prefer that nobody at work will even notice that you're there, much less speak to you, you will be even more like that when you're at home. You will be at home, happy as pie, in your office, by yourself, hoping that no one calls you <laughs> and that you don't have to call anyone else for any reason. If you are normally extroverted at work, walking around, talking to people, being social, setting up lunches, you will go nuts at home <laughs> and wish that you had lots of people around you and therefore you'll start prioritizing that. And you'll start making structures to be in touch with people. You'll start setting meetings to check in and you might not do this consciously, by the way. I have, I have seen this before with people who reported to me when they were working remotely. They would set up meetings with me and halfway through the meeting, it would occur to me, we didn't really need to be having that meeting. And after they did that a few times, I realized what they needed was just some connection because they're extroverted. So if, if you are extroverted, you may be setting up lots of meetings or Zoom chats, and they may or may not be necessary but you are trying to get that part of you fed that's not getting fed from working at home. If you are naturally a workaholic and you have a hard time leaving at the, the office at the end of the day, 
boy, are you going to have a hard time leaving your office when it's in your house. When your, your kids or your significant other are saying, when are you going to be done? And you're never really going to feel done because you walk outside the door to your office and you can still feel your office behind you. And there were three more things that you were hoping to get done before you finished working. If you are the type to prioritize process over people, you will do that more while working from home. You will focus more on getting, on getting things done than on being in touch with people. And everyone will wonder what you're doing. And then all of a sudden, you'll turn in five things that you needed to have done. When I first became an entrepreneur, I went through two major phases of learning. It wasn't just learning how to work from home. It was working from home and also working more on my own than I was used to. And I don't mean unsupervised. I mean, when you start a company in the very beginning, you are literally on your own. So not only am I alone in my home office, but I'm also alone in my creation, in my deadlines, in my productivity, in my strategy. My first phase of all of this was accidental underworking. <laughs> caused by an extroverted breakdown, <laughs> meaning, I don't remember how long it had been. I don't remember if it had been three months or six months or eight months, but at some point, I started to go a little bit nuts with all of that. And so I started, I started spending a lot of time in coffee shops. Ironically, I never went to my office, and I'll tell you about that in a minute. That was an interesting lesson. I had an actual office space. That I, I was never there. I went to coffee shops. I set up lunches with friends or with other entrepreneurs. I set up in-person meetings with my attorney that could have been done on the phone. I would run some errands in the middle of the day to get out of my home office or my office office on the rare occasion I was actually there. And I noticed after a while that it was really imp impacting my productivity. So I started tracking on a calendar how many hours a day am I actually working versus having these meetings that don't necessarily have to be had during working hours. And I realized that in an effort to feed my extroverted side, um, I, was, I was causing a lack of productivity because I was overscheduling my work hours. So then I stopped doing that and it worked. And I went straight from accidental underworking right to overworking <laughs> because my natural state is to be focused. And so once I got the other stuff out of the way, I was working regularly 12, 14, 16 hour days, especially in the summer where it stays light longer into the evening. I was working weekends. I wasn't particularly burned out because I loved what I was doing, but I was becoming pretty one dimensional. And, and after about a year of that, I really did start to burn out. So so the next phase was me having to put in intentional structure to intentionally have several hours at night, at least two hours, preferably three or four when I wasn't working, and to intentionally only work maybe a half a day on the weekends, sometimes two half days, but to really cut back and make sure I had some downtime. And then the third phase was realizing, it was so funny, realizing that I had been paying for an office. This speaks exactly to what I was just saying a minute ago. 
that however you naturally are is going to show up when you work from home when no one's watching you. You can do whatever you want. I have been paying for an office for two years that I went to about once every three months. If I had a meeting, I would go there and use a conference room. Other than that, I literally almost never was there working. And it took me two years of feeling like I was supposed to have an office for it to finally hit me. I hate offices. I hate being in an office. I hate gray walls. I hate windows that don't open. I hate not enough light. I hate gray carpet. I hate cubes. I hate everything about it. And there was a reason, and even though I had a very cool office space and a very cool building that was exposed brick and vaulted ceilings and very funky and, and interesting to look at, I didn't want to be in an office. And it took me noticing after two years of paying for an office and not being there that I was doing something dumb, that I had never liked offices. So why was I paying? I was paying for one just because I felt like I was supposed to have one, but I really didn't want it. There is an opportunity happening right now with all of us working from home. It's a really good opportunity. The opportunity is to notice who you are being, first of all. Who is it that you are when no one is watching? Are you less connected? Are you more connected? Do you work less? Do you work more? Are you less focused? Are you more focused? Who are you when you are able to work as you naturally do. And the second opportunity is to figure out who do you need to be to accomplish what you want to accomplish for you. And I don't necessarily mean, there are two ways to, to address this question. One is who do you need to be in order to accomplish what your boss wants you to accomplish? Who do you need to be in order to accomplish, in order to accomplish what your company wants you to accomplish? And that is a valid question to ask. And I'm also asking, who do you need to be to accomplish what you want to accomplish? With your job, with your house, with your family, all of which are now combined in the current work environment. What is it that you want? Is it working for you? And if it's not working for you right now, why? What isn't working? Do you feel, are people confused because they're not getting enough direction and enough communication from you? Are you not hitting deadlines as much as you could? Do you need to be producing more? Are you not liking what you're doing? Are you disengaged? This goes back to the very first thing I started with. If you're not engaged in your job while you're working from home, it's because you're not engaged in your job. What is it? that you want? What do you want from your job right now that you don't have? What do you want to create? Is it performance? Is it about people? What is the problem that's happening for you right now? Or is it about trying to manage all of that with your family around? What is it that you need right now? And who do you need to be to accomplish what you want to accomplish? So if we go back and look at all those things I was mentioning, being distracted or having lack of focus or being disconnected from your team or disconnected from your coworkers or being connected to your coworkers, maybe overly connected to your coworkers, being really focused when you're working alone, being really introverted or being really extroverted, being kind of a workaholic when you're working from home, from home prioritizing people over process or prioritizing process over people, whatever it is that's there, 
Notice who it is that you're being because it will come out right now. And that's why this is such a great opportunity. Right now, what you are able to see is what most people see of you most of the time that you probably can't see. So let me say that again. Right now, what you are able to see in yourself is what other people usually see in you that you can't see. Because right now, whatever that is, is being exaggerated. So right now, you can see it more than usual. And you can identify that's who you usually are at work. So if, you're, if you have a lack of focus at home, to some degree, you're usually lacking focus at work. If you're overly focused at home and working too much or prioritizing process over people, then to some degree, that's who you usually are at work. And there's no problem with it. Remember, this is a judgment-free zone so that we can look at all of this. But just know that right now, you can get to see what that is. It will become more obvious to you right now than it usually is because you're doing it more. So who is it that you need to be in order to accomplish right now what you want to accomplish with your work? And right now, because work spills over into home and family, they may be blended. What's important about this is that taking responsibility for your own experience of working from home is the key. Do not blame this on your boss. Do not blame this on your company. Do not blame this on your team and do not blame this on your family. Figure out what it is that you need that's not working right now. Figure out who you need to be, how you need to adjust your style. And it's your natural style, it's your typical style, which you will see more right now because it will come up more while you're working from home. Who do you need to be? in order to accomplish what you want to accomplish. How can you take responsibility for your own experience of working from home? How can you stand up? How can you speak loud about this? And I don't mean yell when I say speak loud. I mean, say what you need. Don't be a jerk. Say whatever it is that you need to the people who you need to say it to. Define your own environment right now. And this is so important because most people are not engaged in their jobs and they're waiting for their company or their boss to fix it. So right now is a great opportunity. We'll talk more about that in future podcasts. Right now is a great opportunity for you to figure out how to get what it is that you need and to start practicing doing that. To decide what matters to you, which may include your significant other or your kids. It may not just be about your job. Sit down with a piece of paper and write out how do you need to have your job work and your significant other work and your kids work? What do you need? Who do you need to be to accomplish what you need to accomplish? What do you need to say? What do you need to do? What kind of structure do you need to put in place? When do you need downtime? When do you need focus time? When do you need a door closed? When do you need phone calls? When do you need meetings? Whatever it is that you need, figure out what that is. Just put it together. Make it happen. Have a good week. I'll talk to you next week. You are ready to become a warrior at work so that you get to fully live. I'm inviting you to join our Warriors at Work program where you'll identify your warrior self, find your warrior purpose, 
develop your warrior squad and start living as a warrior leader using the Enite corporate coaching model that I developed after years of coaching and managing people. It's risk-free. If you fully engage and do the work and don't feel like it's working for you, I'll give you your money back. You can join just the first course or the whole series of seven courses. Go to warriors-at-work.com to sign up. I'll see you there.